to their therapist. And we looked at the evolution of the themes in their stories alongside the evolution of their mental health. And we were looking at the specific thematic ways in which their stories changed. So one of the key themes that showed up was this theme we call agency, which is really the way you portray the main character in your story. So are you portraying the main character, i.e. you, as someone who's in the driver's seat of their experiences, or really being batted around at the, the whims of external circumstances. So we saw that agency increased across people who got better over the course of therapy. But we also found that the stories started to change before people got better. So it's not that the storied change was some kind of side effect of feeling better. The stories actually shifted first. How difficult is it for people to make this kind of narrative change in the stories they tell of their lives? That's a very good question. So in the study that I was just describing, we were just studying what happened naturally over the course of therapy. So that suggests to me that this is something people are naturally doing anyway. We're not specifically looking at people telling their stories in a more positive way. So this is not just put a rosy glow on your past and everything will be better. The best stories, meaning the ones that are have the strongest association with positive mental health, are the ones where people really get in there and find some way of growing or learning some kind of lesson from it. I don't want you to break anybody's confidence, but I wonder if you could give me a more specific example of someone's story and the ways in which it changed. Yeah, absolutely. So in the research report, we, we have a case study which is carefully de-identified. So she came to therapy after two very brief and failed courses of family therapy and group therapy. And at the beginning of her treatment, before she ever saw her therapist, her story is just infused with this low agency language. And as we track her story over the 12 narratives that she tells us, we see increasing levels of agency. So about halfway through therapy, she talks about feeling a little bit more in control. And then by the end, she has this really sort of hyperbolic in a, you know, deliciously teenager sort of way, where she talks about feeling empowered for greatness. Um, and these were written narratives, and she writes in all capital letters with four exclamation points. Um, and so we really see that evolution in this sense of how much she feels like she's in the driver's seat of her life. And that corresponds to and actually precedes the improvements that she also experienced in her mental health. When you look at the way in which stories change, you don't mean that um, that it's the same story over the, the whole time. So you're not tracking content. You're tracking instead the way in which the story is told. That's exactly right. The specific content of people's stories does change over time. So if I were to ask you to tell me the high point of your life right now, and then I were to ask you that same question again in five years, you might tell me a different high point story. And even if it's not because a new high point happened in your life, but the themes that you use in telling that story are actually remarkably stable. And so that's what we tend to look at. How do the themes change or not over time? How difficult is it to learn to tell more helpful stories of ourselves? Well, I don't think anyone has done a study where they've explicitly tried to coach people into telling a certain kind of story. But we do this naturally. And I think if you become aware of the relationship between the way you tell your story and your mental health, I'm quite confident that people can change that. What do you think they would say if you were to say, your story has changed? 
people tend to really like the realization that they are not only the main character in their stories, but they're also the narrator. I think they realize, hey, I can't control the things that happen to me, but I can control the meaning that I make of the things that happen to me. It occurs to me the opposite could almost as easily be true if you begin to think, oh, my word, I'm just telling a story of my life. How real is the story I've been telling myself? That could be pretty unsettling. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I've never really thought about it from that sort of dark interpretation, but I guess it could throw people into this sort of existential crisis of what is there if it's all just my story. I I definitely read it in the other way, that this means that you're in control of the story that you're telling. Well, one of the nice things, I would think, is that it could lead to some contemplation. And contemplation in, in and of itself could go either way. But I, you know, I think if people become aware that the ways in which they story the experiences that happen to them matter for their mental health, it at least opens up the possibility for them to do that in a more productive way. So some people take the negative and they parse it at the beginning of the